welcome to the South Carolina Pro Wrestling Report. I am your host, Heath Mulliken, and we are back. We've had a little bit of a hiatus here. Uh, I was gone for two weeks. I had uh, youth camp and kids camp up at uh, Table Rock, but it is uh, good to be good to be back with you. So I'm going to be looking at some of the things that have happened over the last couple of weeks in uh, South Carolina Pro Wrestling, North Carolina, Georgia. Man, let's just jump. Uh, right into it. First of all, uh, June 23rd, I was up in Simpsonville, South Carolina for Battlezone Wrestling's Animus. Uh, they did have a dark match uh, made last minute uh, where Mason Moore defeated a young Jesse Barton. And then the opening contest, a match I eagerly was anticipating. Derek Driver, as always, with his personal advisor, Perry James, defeated Austin Jordan, uh, and to say that he needed some underhanded tactics to do that would be an understatement, but nevertheless, Derek Driver got the victory. Uh, and what was uh, B.J. Hancock's last match for the foreseeable future here in the Carolinas, here in the region, as he prepares to move across the country, uh, Jamie Lee defeated B.J. Hancock in what was a very exciting match and uh, an emotional field night, no matter how you feel about B.J. Hancock as a wrestler, about his tactics, always uh, a very dependable hand, always a dependable worker. I can't remember seeing a bad B.J. Hancock match, and so uh, best of luck to he and his uh, family in their move. Sons of Steel. Took on Bob Keller and Zuka King of the E&D. No love lost. Matter of fact, when you watch this match on the SOS Custom uh, Wrestling Network, the commentary starts off with Boomer Payne just spitting right in Bob Keller's face. Uh, and it, what was a good match, Sons of Steel uh, got the victory. Uh, Bay took on the unbookables Adam Jackson making his debut in South Carolina in quite some time and cruiser Lewis, the unbookables, uh, took the loss to Bay Bay with a big victory. And I'm wondering if this win maybe cross promotional lines, Bay maybe, uh, puts themselves in line for a title shot at EWF. Uh, not sure. It's going to be interesting to see. Uh, where Bay goes from here, Pro Wrestling Turbo's got their next show featuring TK Stark and Josh Powers coming up on July the 28th. And then in the main event, U.S. title on the line, I'll have a lot more news about this match on Behind the Scenes this week, which you can check out by becoming a patron, patreon.com slash dropkick. Michael Judas almost was counted out, almost had to forfeit the match. And then arrived without his ring gear, arrived in street clothes, arrived without uh, the typical makeup, uh, and what was, quite simply, a hard-hitting match. Uh, and in the end, <coughs> excuse me, Mike Madden got himself disqualified, and so it was Michael Judas retaining the U.S title however after the match these two men had to be pulled apart no love lost between them and michael judas issued a challenge for any stipulation 
And so on July 27th, Mike Madden will get another shot at that U.S. title. At the Peach Festival, Blacksburg Middle School, Friday, July 27th. Bell time, 7 o'clock. Tickets only $5. Get all your tickets at the door. And a special appearance, first time he's appeared in South Carolina. He will be wrestling that night. WWE Hall of Famer, Coco Beware. Coco will be doing a double shot that weekend for Battle Zone on Friday night and EWF on Saturday night in Forest City. But you want to check both those shows out. Uh, tickets available at the door. Anyway, that's the next show for Battle Zone, and then they've got several other shows scheduled for the fall. Now, this past Saturday, up in Forest City, Forest City Owls, Owlmania 2, EWF, put on a wrestling show as part of the baseball game, uh, and they put on a had a great match, over 400 people in attendance there to watch the wrestling, and you had Chris Hamrick defeating Osgard. You had the Unbookables defeating the Fallen Angels and Chase Loveless. That's Mike Madden, Cruiser Lewis, and Adam Jackson. Six-man action. You had Austin Bullock retaining the Mid-Atlantic title with a victory over Jamie Lee. And Jamie Lee continues uh, to fall short in his quest. That's about the third or fourth victory in a row that Austin Bullock's gotten over Jamie Lee. And then the main event, EWF heavyweight champion Derek Driver with his personal advisor, Perry James, took on Eric Anton, former tag team champion. And it was Driver getting the win by disqualification. Again, all of these matches along with Animus will be up on the SOS Custom Network very, very soon. Speaking of the SOS Custom Network, we partnered with Palmetto Championship Wrestling on Saturday night to film the Palmetto Classic. First annual uh, tournament, eight-man tournament. Uh, this should be up on the network this week. I'm working on editing those videos, uh, adding commentary. Got I ran the ringside cam. Had a blast doing that. I want to say thank you to Shane Dore. Uh, Ethan Case and everybody down there at Palmetto Championship Wrestling, always fun, always great to work with. A crowd of 300-plus, and this crowd was hot. This is a great crowd. North Springs Park is a great place to watch a wrestling show, and Palmetto uh, Championship Wrestling has taken their production, has taken all of that up a notch, uh, and I'll have uh, a little bit more on that. Again, on behind the scenes. Let's go over the first round matches. So let me just say something about this card. I'm going to go through the matches, have a few comments, uh, and then was able to interview some great people uh, about this show. Uh, Tracer X in the first round defeated Elijah Evans the fourth. Tremendous opening match. Drew Adler defeated Billy Buck, who ironically is from South Carolina. Very rarely wrestles in South Carolina. So if you're a South Carolina promotion, Billy Buck is licensed, and uh, he would be a good one to have for your shows. Uh, and what was Darius Lockhart in a first-round matchup took, up, took on Big Country. Now, the premise of this tournament is that not only would the winner of the tournament be the new PCW champion, but whoever won the title matches – during the tournament would be the champion. And Darius Lockhart 
in what was probably the crowd reaction of the night, defeated Big Country, who had Jack Bismarck in his corner. He defeated Big Country, and Darius Lockhart became the PCW heavyweight champion in front of that capacity crowd at North Springs Park. And in the final match of the first round, in I'm just going to call it, man, it is what it is, one of the biggest upsets in South Carolina wrestling in a long time. Uh, I, I know Kevin Ray has improved leaps and bounds. I know he has held that Soda City title for a, a long time. He had Jack Bismarck in his car, corner. Ethan Case had Malachi Matthews in his, his corner, and it wasn't enough. And Kevin Ray pulls off the upset. After going to a 30-minute draw with Ethan Case at the last PCW show, Kevin Ray gets the win over his former mentor and moved on to the second round. And they didn't – there was no rest for these guys. They immediately went into the second-round matches. Drew Adler defeated Tracer X to move to the finals. And Darius Lockhart, in what became a PCW title match, defeated Kevin Ray. Kevin Ray had an opportunity to become a double champion in PCW, but Darius Lockhart was uh, able to overcome not just Jack Mismark in the corner, uh, but Big Country in the corner of Kevin Ray. And then uh, following the intermission, uh, the Monster Squad, Billy Brash and Joshua Cutshaw, took on the Lynch mob, Joey and Matt Lynch, uh, Joey and Matt Lynch uh, mainstays in Georgia and Tennessee. Joey Lynch is uh, both brothers were in the SCI tournament last year. Uh, Joey Lynch is in it this year. Joey Lynch obviously getting some mainstream uh, publicity with his appearance on Two Hundred Five Live a few weeks ago. This was just nonstop action. A great, uh, a great tag team match, and it was Brash and Cutshaw. Uh, getting the win over the Lynch mob. And I, I'm just going to tell you, Cutshaw um, has really, well, both these guys, but Cutshaw has really come into his own uh, with this new personality, or should I say multiple personalities. And he is really starting to set himself apart uh, with his look and his gimmick and uh, his talent. Uh, so that was a great tag team match. And in the finals, in the finals of the tournament, it was Drew Adler and Darius Lockhart. Winner is going to be the inaugural winner, winner of the Palmetto Classic and the PCW champion. As Darius Lockhart came out, he was attacked by Big Country and the rest of Jack Bismarck's crew before the bell. And that had a... And they almost did not let Darius Lockhart compete. Uh, however, he he did go through the match and what was just uh, showed a lot of heart. But in the end, Drew Adler got the win, and Drew Adler shocked the crowd. I mean, it shocked the crowd. Uh, and he is the new PCW champion. I want to go now to a post show interview that I had. With Bill Morris, longtime Carolina Wrestling's fan, Joe Brown and Nate Pritcher of Suplexes and Microphones, and also Robert Truesdale, a.k.a. Redbeard, to talk to these four men who all shared their thoughts about the Palmetto Classic. Hey, it's, you got here. I don't know. Hey, it's Heath Mulliken from the South Carolina Pro Wrestling Report. We just finished 
the Palmetto Classic, the first. I've got four of the great minds of South Carolina wrestling. Robert Truesdale, Redbeard, Nate Pritchard, and Joe Brown from Suplexes and Microphones. And great wrestling fan, former CPWA panelist, Bill Murdoch. Gentlemen, what did you think of tonight? Bill Moore. Yeah. Who's Bill Murdoch? I don't know. That's the guy off the (laughs) A-team. And then we got Big Country. Unfortunately, lost the PCW title tonight. Yeah, but Darius didn't go home with it, so. There you go. Wound is still very much open. I'll wait till you walk off to call you a sore loser. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Bill. Yes. What did you think of the classic tonight? Tremendous show. I um, every match was good. It built to a great crescendo. Unfortunately, um, Drew Adler came out. Uh, you know, with I was kind of hoping Darius would win, but you know, I'm just being a little biased. But you know, Drew Adler did a good show. The tag team match was phenomenal yes. between the Lynch Mob and the Monster Squad. Um, my first time seeing Lynch Mob, and uh, yeah, they. they Made, did it proud. <laughs> One of my takeaways from tonight is now you got the Lynch Mob and Billy Buck licensed in South Carolina. Promoters, book these people. Please. please. The Lynch Mob is incredible. I know two guys who were interested and very happy when Darius won the PCW title in the first round. Joe and Nate, what are your thoughts on the tournament tonight? The tournament was great. Lots of diverse athletes and uh, interesting finishes for sure, Nate. I mean, every slot in the tournament was uh, filled with a top-notch, you know, star. So it was, it was great to see them all in action. Uh, great combinations every round. Uh, good matchups, and you couldn't ask for a better show. Now they did a bracket challenge, and I'm curious because they were doing a contest. How many people, Robert, do you think picked Drew Adler? This is like when they turn in those NCAA brackets and hear about like 0.2% got it right. I think that's probably what would happen here because there was an audible gasp in the room yes. when the air came out of everybody when Drew won. Yeah. You know, they, Give that comparison you told us earlier. Yeah, this is what I was telling the guys here a minute ago. You know, Everybody kind of expected the go-home happy yeah. conclusion to this show. Instead, to spoil things, they got the Infinity War in. That's right. Where everybody goes home kind of crying. and like, what happened? Yeah. I don't know what to do now. Right, right. So, and, 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 here, and here, to me, it's a testament to how far Darius has come, how his popularity has grown. That that a year ago, if you said Drew Adler and Darius Lockhart are going to have this match in the finals, it's going to get this reaction. Been kind of like what? But both those guys have improved so much over the last year. It did get a amazing reaction. Um, so where does where does PCW go from here? Well, I think the tournament itself showed that Drew Adler cannot wrestle in his laurels because he's already got seven challengers ready to go at him. That's right. Every last one of them proved that they could be a number one contender. And then if you take guys like Joshua Cutshaw or or Billy Brash, they may decide to go after him too. So I I think it's going to be very interesting. Can I just say, July 21st, can we get Darius a rematch? Well, to play off of what uh, Robert Redbeard Truesdale said here, who's not going to go see the follow-up to Infinity War, right? Right. That's so, right. so Darius is going to chase this title, I think, as you know, evidenced by the way they finished out tonight. Uh, so, all these people that were here it was a nice crowd, uh, really full, hot all night. Uh, I'm sure they would return to see that match. That's not even mentioning. I'm sorry to jump in line there. That's not even mentioning the fact that Big Country. By virtue of being a previous champion, he has a right to a rematch, I would say. Right. And you could even see 
Dar you know, Darius has now got a bone to pick with Big Country. Mm -hmm. He may go take care of that business and then set his sights on uh, the title again. Uh, but Drew Adler, the PCW. Nate, is that who? Who did you have penciled in to win? <laughs> um, I'll you know. Being a suplex's microphone's guy, definitely Darius Lockhart being our sponsored athlete uh, today, being uh, his final day as our as our sponsored athlete. But it was it was pretty exciting to uh, to see him win the championship, and it would have been nice to see him take it back to Charlotte with him. Uh, but uh, uh, you know, deep inside, it's kind of nice to see Drew Adler going back home with us tonight, back to home to Augusta, <laughs> seeing him uh, taking the belt back to the Garden Can City. You guys share some stock tips because when you when you announced you were sponsoring Darius. He had just started his rise. It's like, are there any, like, what can you, like, what's the next hot uh, stock to invest in here in wrestling? We can't say that, but we can say uh, that uh, we're definitely impressed by Darius Hawkhart and the interview we have with him. Yeah. How he carries himself as a young man well beyond his years. Yes. Uh, just very well spoken, uh, very positive, we, even a role model quality. Yeah, and so, so that's definitely, I think those qualities are something we look for in the next person we would sponsor, I believe. Yeah, I think to me, as I've watched Darius Lockhart in the last six months, what has connected him with the crowd is he he's just himself. And there's, there's a realism to him that you don't often find. He's got a realism and an it factor, which you can't put a price tag on. Um, and, dude, that, that dude, the sky's the limit. The sky's the limit for him. Um, so, uh, yeah. Any, any other final thoughts? I'm out of questions. It was a great night. I probably got in my 10,000 steps. Filming the show around the ring. Your right arm is good and loose now. Yes, I'm ready to camera. go. Ready to go. I tell you, this is another fine example to me of the fact that wrestling is alive and well in this part of the world. Yes. You you look at not only this show, but the fact that there were several others happening tonight yeah. in several different parts of the Carolinas. All drew well. This one especially, we were talking somewhere in excess of 300 people. Not sure. You know, we're all... <clears throat> terrible when it comes to counting chairs out here, but in excess of 300 people easily. Um, just a great example of what a well-promoted, well-executed show can be in this part of the world. Yeah, I thought the the whole tournament, the whole night, man, one of the most well-booked shows I've seen. Uh, I loved how... Uh, and I noticed in the first match, Drew Adler was kind of doing, selling the knee. They played that out all night. I thought that was thought that was brilliant. Bill, what was your favorite part of the night? I would say it has to be a tie between the tag team match because once again, I was very impressed with how all four of those guys worked together. And then I really enjoyed the, um, the Tracer X match that he had also. Um, I thought that was, you know, top notch with Drew Adler. Yeah. Um, but it's like the pacing of the show was like a great concert. Yes. They had the ballads where you needed the ballads. Yes. They had the rockers where you needed the rockers. And they didn't open up with a ballad and they didn't finish with one. So, you know, pacing's everything. And they could, the crowd was hot all night long. Yeah. It was definitely more like a Marvel movie than a DC movie, Jeff. Now, you mentioned Lynch Mob. Let's talk about the Monster Squad and their opponents were. Yes. Um, Joe and I, our hometown promotion is uh, Viral Pro Wrestling in Thompson, Georgia. Yeah. Monster Squad was built out of there. Cut, Shaw, yeah. and Brash. It was great to see them tonight. Teamed again. You know, of course, Brash has been doing the single thing here at PCW for some time. Uh, it's good to see them hopefully build up a tag team division here and yeah. uh, PCW, and, and I think they will be the leaders of it, in my opinion. Just great chemistry together, uh, similar appearance as far as height goes, and uh, just they work well together, have some experience together, and uh, they did a great job with Lynch Mob tonight. Those four got uh, the four guys put a great show on. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, what about you? Thoughts? I like what you said about the Marvel movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know where I stand on that. No, it was great. And like he said, it was really good to see Monster Squad uh, in other locations. Um, we haven't seen them viral last one or two times, but they were built out of there. And, and one of my favorite teams, and Nate and I are both big on tag teams, good tag teams. We follow the Ducks. We follow Gymnasties. You know, and a lynch mob, that was impressive. That's the first time we saw them live. Yeah. Right? First time yeah, for you? Yeah. yeah. So well, we really liked them, and it was a great match. So. Yeah, I got to see Joey and Matt Lynch face off against each other at the SCI last year. Great match. And uh, I, as soon as I saw Joey Lynch, I'm like, oh, my goodness. This guy's, this guy's good and was just on impressed everybody on 205 Live a few weeks ago. Uh, Robert, final thought. I'll tell you, just an amazing night. Can't beat it for the price. If you talk about having a family event that people can come out to and enjoy, um, just very impressed. Can't say more about the PCW team and all the work they put in to these events and making it happen here in Columbia. Yeah, just a great setup. This is an amazing place to watch mm-hmm. And, uh, hey, again, I want to thank Bill, Joe, Nate, and Robert. Uh, now I don't have to talk about this amazing show by myself. It was, listen, guys, I cannot say enough about it. It was an incredible night of wrestling. I hope this becomes an annual event. Congratulations to Shane Door and the whole crew, especially top-tier nutrition, Drew Adler, the inaugural winner of the Palmetto Classic, and your new PCW heavyweight champion. Well, there you heard, fans, some uh, great comments uh, from some great fans. And, uh, again, I'm hoping the Palmetto Classic becomes an annual event. It was absolutely tremendous. And, again, hats off to everybody out there, and I'll have more behind the scenes on that. Then this week, full weekend, uh, Chester APW. John Schuyler returns to Chester. He's going to issue an open challenge, and I'm curious to see who is going to uh, answer that challenge. You're going to have Montana Black and Jacoby Boykins taking on Dion Johnson and Sweet Dreams of Soul Patrol. You're going to have a four-way match to determine the number one contender for Billy Brash's Carolina's title, uh, which, you know, Billy Brash hasn't been in APW for a couple of months. That title hasn't been defended, so I'm interested to see what comes of this. Malachi Matthews, Brady Collins, Elijah Proctor, and Mason Moore will be the four competitors uh, trying to get that number one contendership. High Profile gets their final shot at the tag team titles currently held by the Gymnasty Boys. Uh, Again, Shea Shea McGrady still recovering from that injury. And so it'll be interesting to see where this match goes. And in the main event, speaking of interesting, Zuka King makes his first APW heavyweight title defense in Chester. He defends against Kid Riot, the number one contender. However, the guest, excuse me, guest referee is going to be TJ Boss. And TJ Boss has been telling everybody he's going to call this right down the middle. I am very interested to see where this goes. TJ Boss still not happy about being stripped of that APW heavyweight title. And it will be, uh, will he be able to call it right down the middle? Or is he going to favor his longtime partner and friend in the E&D? Or has Zuka King's uh, attitude, has Zuka King's tactics, has that set T.J. Boss off and is he going to favor Kid Riot? We'll have to see. 
Again, that's this Friday night in uh, Chester, bell time, 8 o'clock. Some great shows coming up over the next couple of weeks. Obviously, PWX Pure is going to be Sunday, July 15th. And then Too Close to Comfort 2 featuring Fest Wrestling taking on the best from PWX is Sunday, July 22nd. Both of those shows at Hebron Hall. Uh, July 14th, WrestleForce Returns. This one has been talked up a lot. I'll have a lot more about this show next week. They're going to be at the Filling Station in Casey, South Carolina. And they'll be having a Battle Royal, a Royal Rumble, if you will. 30-plus men. And when it gets down to the final two men, it'll become a regular singles match. And the winner of this match is going to be the new WrestleForce champion. The former champion was Gunner, who obviously got signed with NXT. I'm also interested to see if new tag team champions uh, will be crowned. Uh, or, excuse me, uh, the END or the current tag team champions, they're in a four-way match. Uh, we'll see if those tag team titles are on the line. Uh, I will be, on July 14th, I'll be down in East Denali, Georgia with SWA with a special appearance by former WCW and WWE superstar, Buff Bagwell. He'll be taking on Johnny Swinger that night, taking pictures and signing autographs uh, down uh, SWA. Random Destruction, uh, one of their big cards and lots of matches still to be made. And I'll have uh, even more on that card next week as well. Don't forget Battle Zone Wrestling returns to the Pete's Festival July 27th, 7 p.m. bell time. Tickets $5. Blacksburg Middle School. Get your tickets at the door. And don't forget WWE Hall of Famer Coco Beware in a rare Carolina's appearance. Uh, will be there in Blacksburg. He will be wrestling. He will be signing autographs, taking pictures. So you want to be there for that. Again, lots of stuff coming on. The summer is heating up. I am back in the saddle. Uh, as soon as I'm done recording this, I'll be recording some thoughts on behind the scenes for our patrons. Don't forget, you will not find all the action we cover here on the South Carolina Pro Wrestling Report. Most of these promotions, you will not find them anywhere else, uh, not only covered, uh, exclusively, and it's covered as extensively as we do, but you only find the action, you'll only find the videos on the SOS Custom Wrestling Network, soscustomnetwork.com. You can get a free seven-day trial. What have you got to lose? Free seven-day trial. Again, we'll be adding the Palmetto Classic this week. We'll be adding matches from Animus. We've got lots of matches to add from EWF here over the last several weeks as I get caught up after being out of town. Uh, but again, check it out. $4.99 a month. What in the world? What kind of great deal is that? Uh, we've also got another episode of 20-Minute Time Limit coming up uh, with some great guys. Brett Wolverton, Bob Keller, uh, Adam Jackson, uh, and many others uh, who sat down with me to talk about some things. Uh, some first-time guests and some repeat guests on this episode of 20-Minute Time Limit. This Friday... Mark Whitman and I, are the Double Dropkick Show returns as we continue our Ultimate Fantasy Wrestling Tournament as Mark books this one a little differently than he did last year, but it's been exciting to go through. Again, DoubleDropkick.com is where you can find all of our episodes. You can find everything that you're looking for. Make sure you go on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, 
Subscribe to the show. Give us a download. Hey, give us a rating and review. That would be awesome. And you can check out all the official Double Drop Kick Show merchandise at soscustomtees.com. They're our great sponsor and a great partner uh, here for the podcast. So, again, lots, lots happening here in South Carolina Pro Wrestling. But as always, I'm Heath Mulliken, and we'll see you at the matches.